I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You can't handle the truth. Fuck you, Deputy Stike. Fuck you. You are a liar. You are a self-confessed liar. If you stop waffling, we might get some work on you. Where'd you get these two guys from? Would you like a sweetie? Arnie, cut. Get out. Get out. Smith. Touch. What a touch. Money Smith. For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. I've only just begun to know you. All I can say is you won't just stay one more day. <laughs> Baby, if you've got to go away, don't think I can take the pain. Oh, won't you stay in the Adam, you must realise I can't edit this, so we have to do it unedited. I mean, so it is the intro for the podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Good. Uh, on good character, I was sick for most of the week, though, so I'm alive. Like, you can probably hear it, my voice is quite raspy. Um, I've had, like, a lingering call for the past week and a half. Yeah, I said I'd fix that, though, Adam. Yeah, I don't know how you'd fix that. Like the, <laughs> one my of, presence. <laughs> that would make me worse, Kira. Um A Spanish lady in work said she would give me a ginger shot, and that would help me. Um, and Paolo never, never gave me the ginger shot. So I think I'm a still. ginger woman's more likely to help you. Well, a ginger shot, man, is banging. Have you ever had a ginger shot? Stop helping me, Kieran, while you're not editing the podcast, please. For the love of God. Um, Sorry. But ginger shots are banging. I was disappointed that Paolo never gave me one, but here we are. Still alive. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Other than that, I'm grand. Christmas around the corner. Do you have Festive on your points are unbelievable. Uh, ish. I have, few, I have your present. Um, our presents. But yeah, no, your sword. My mother's sword. My brother's sword. Yeah, the majority is, is the sword. So yeah, are, you, are you all fixed? No, I'm just glad I'm on your list of priorities. And I mean... You, you named your brother, your mom, and me. Yeah, well, you so were like, right beside me, man. I feel like that's what, <laughs> that you're, just I feel like that's what you're angling for. <laughs> so that's why you said it. Uh, I've almost shopping done, yeah. I, I, I finished it on the 19th of December. As you know, there's not much going on in life at the moment, so, uh, mm. you know, there's plenty of time to do other stuff, and uh, that's the other stuff I did. Buy presents. Right, okay. Yeah. But, um, have you been watching Dark Girl? I, yeah, again, uh, not much going on at the moment, mm. so uh, I've been sitting at home watching darts. I love this time of year for football. <clears throat> I do as well, but I feel as though the quality diminishes. Yeah, and I have a theory about that. Go on. I think players play every two days mm. in this time of year. I think the, the legs become tired, mm. which leads to inconsistent results, mm. which we'll talk about later. Because I think there's going to be a lot of upsets during the Christmas period. Yeah, so this podcast, Kieran said, it's gone probably unedited, unedited um, because we have got lives outside of the podcast. And obviously Christmas is quite busy. But um, 
we don't really have a structure here, and we were chatting before the podcast about what we would structure the podcast on. Um, but I think we're too far away from the fixtures the weekend that was gone, other than maybe one or two. And obviously, football, a lot of football has happened since. Um, so I suppose, Kieran, we'll start off, as we do most podcasts, in the Hall of Fame. But this week, we're going to make it a festive Hall of Fame, Kieran. Because it is the very, Christmas very special. Nice. It is the Christmas special. I didn't know it was Christmas. What no, well, well, now you do. Now you do. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone listen, and they're like, oh my God, it's Christmas. Now you know. Now you know. Um, so, Kieran, what is your uh, Christmas Hall of Fame <laughs> offering? Well, what if you didn't know it was Christmas and you had like you, you had lots of shoppers there now that you've told everyone? Yeah, you know? yeah, and they're panicking. Yeah, there, like. exactly. Or what if like I always find podcasts like this very like interesting to listen back on because you can't listen to this at any other stage of the year other than right now. Really, when you think about it. Yeah, that's very true. You know, very good cycle. Sorry, what was the question you asked? And um, what is your Christmas Hall of Fame? My Christmas Hall of Fame goes to Die Hard. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Is it a Christmas film? I believe we've talked about this before I, on the podcast. Now, I've done critical analysis into this. I, I, I've dissected the film uh, from start to finish. Mm. And I do believe it to be a Christmas film. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, Christmas gestures in the film. Mm. I think they'd, one of them is when he sends the uh, German uh, down the lift after he kills him on the stairs. And he hands, dr- dr- Yeah, or hands, or... Or Hans, no, that's the baddie's name. Uh, Carol, that's it. Yeah, the baddie. Carol, uh, the baddie. They're all baddies. They're all. They're all bad bitches. But um, <laughs> devil. She's a real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Fucking toxic culture we're living in now, isn't it? But um, yeah. No, he sends the the bad guy down the lift. Okay. In the Santa costume. Yeah. And it says, uh, I have a machine gun now, ho, ho, ho. Mm. So I think that alone makes a Christmas film. Right, okay. So okay. that's my uh, Christmas nominee. And I think it's, I, I, I compare it to the adult uh, Home Alone. I think it's right, the, okay, good show. It's the adult Home Alone. I'm glad you brought up Home Alone, Kieran, because my Christmas um, Hall of Fame nomination this week is Home Alone 2. Um, far superior to number one, I believe. Oh, you you believe it to be? I believe it to be. Now, yeah. now I, would, I would like a uh, detailed analysis into why it is. Well, I think the fact that it's in New York, that's one. The uh, crazy bored lady in the film who turns out to be a, a good guy. Uh, yeah, a good a, woman. A good woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't mean literal like, <laughs> sex. Fucking Again, sex. Adam, you never know these days. <laughs> um, she's Irish, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, she's an yeah. Irish actress. That's um, Donald Pink's. Trump's in the film. Oh yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think all around, I think, I love films that are like really stupid. Do you know, like, like that suspend your belief. And... The thought of a child Sorry. somehow making his way to New York on his own, um, running up a bill in the sense of like a hotel bill and you know room service etc., and then going around New York and getting around like no bother to him. Um, I really think it's unbelievable, and it's all at Christmas. And then obviously the happy ending, the family gets together and they spend Christmas together, and the bad guys you know go to jail or whatever. Um, I, I think it's mo- I think it's much better than forcing. Just for a pure suspending my, my belief. But uh, yeah, that, that's why I think Home Alone 2 is better. We'll move on, Kieran, really quick to uh, football from last week. I suppose the only, uh, the major talking point from last week is, is Man United not getting spanked by Liverpool in Anfield. Liverpool nil. Give, give me your take. I think Liverpool were very poor in the game. Yeah. Um, they didn't have, I don't think they had uh, Tally's man in the sense where United were 
were crowding the box and they had all their eggs in one basket in the box and hmm. um, crowding the middle um, so this is where I think there a lot a lot of the uh, responsibility rests on Darren Nunes to get Liverpool over the line in a game like this because you know they're sitting back playing a low block they need someone to just stick the ball in the net in this scenario hmm. um, because you can't really play through that and I think they, they got lost in that sense so I think for me one thing Liverpool is missing is a is a number nine in this game someone clinical uh, target man to aim the ball into to stick crosses into when the, when the box is crowded yeah. now I agree I think there was a lot of discourse during the week I, I think actually in our predictions I did say I don't think it's going to be as easy as what people yeah, did, yeah. what people think and I was saying that all week and not because I, I, I will know this yeah. is it um, <laughs> But I did, I did believe going into the game that it would not be as easy as what people thought. I, I did firmly believe that coming into the game that, look, we were massive favourites purely because United have been so poor and that we, we spanked them last season in, in Anfield. But games like that are always intense and I, I think Liverpool struggled with, with the intensity. And when I say that, I mean there probably wasn't enough. Like I, I think Anfield was very flat. I had a friend who went over and he was saying, he was like, man, I'm not just saying because I'm a United fan, but Anfield was so flat. And I think the new stand and coming in is, is great and stuff, but I, I, Anfield's kind of lost a bit of, I, I don't know, if, a bit of an identity at the minute. It's very quiet. It was quiet when I was over there as well against Fulham. Um, and yeah, during the week, you know, obviously they beat West Ham 5 1 and obviously Christmas and whatnot. But I, I do think it's going to take a bit of getting used to with the increased capacity and stuff but that, that's not why Liverpool are poor that's not yeah, why that's to, to get to the point that's not why Liverpool are poor but um, <clears throat> I think in games like that when it's a low block if the crowd is kind of on your back you can kind of it, it kind of pushes you to do more in the game and I just don't think that that's what happened on Sunday but Liverpool are poor overall Liverpool are really poor um, mm. credit to United I think they went into the game looking to come out of Anfield with anything um, you can't discourage that you can't kind of slate that um, defensively United were very sound but I think I think it was more down to Liverpool being not being clinical and not being kind of blunt up front and uh, I think yeah probably a talisman was probably what, what was lacked on, on Sunday but I don't think they created enough chances either so it's, it's, it's one of those games and I, um, I feel as though the, the one clear cut chance was from United as well with the, the Hoyland one yeah it was good if, he's, if he scores that it could easily have been a 1-0 win. Mm. And then you're talking about a case where uh, United had a great game as opposed to just an OK game. But yeah, yeah that, I thought it was a really poor game of football. From an objective point of view, I, I thought it was really boring. They tend, some of them tend to be. I know, yeah. A lot of them, I remember Sky did it a couple of years ago where they were building up a Monday night fixture. I was like, oh, MNF, big, you know, Derby, Liverpool and Man United. And it was nil all, Dan Squibb. You know, it wasn't, wasn't much to write home about. So, look, it's one of those games, I think Liverpool, at the end of the season, if, whether they win the league or they finish second or third, they'll look back at a game like that and go, we should have put a few goals past them. And not, not if you look at the game, probably didn't deserve it. But I don't think United are that good. I still, I still don't believe they're good. And when they're losing 3-0 to Bournemouth the week before, um, I think it kind of reflects poorly on you, you know. I was about to ask, what are your opinions on uh, Roy Keane's comments after the game, uh, post Virgil van Dijk uh, interview? Well, it's, it's typical Roy Keane, isn't it? <laughs> I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but it's typical kind of headline making. Um, no analysis on the game at all. Um, 
Look, United went there to get to get something out of them. They did. I think Van Dijk's comments after the game probably were a bit misconstrued by Keane in the sense where Keane's like, oh, it's very arrogant from, from Liverpool and um, there was years when they weren't winning anything, etc. That's fair enough. That's all grand. But in the context of the game, I think Van Dijk's point was that we were the only team trying to, to get a go. And, and even saying that, you can't kind of discourage United for playing like that because if United came out and played a game like West Ham played on Wednesday night, for example, we probably would have scored four or five goals. You know, and Keane's arrogance comment regarding Van Dijk is very rich as well, considering the last time they played at Anfield, him and Neville were laughing at Graham Sunez for Sunez thinking Liverpool would win. Um, I think Neville had a video of Sunez saying, um, I've never been more confident of United come to Anfield and win, stuff like that. So it's very rich to talk about arrogance when, in fact, Roy Keane himself is an arrogant man um, and lacks the kind of... Critical analysis to analyse a game of football. You sound like you're out of front on the Duffy starts late. I know, but that's, <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But I actually I don't mind Roy Keane, but it's typical Roy Keane. That's that's all I was saying. And um, I don't really think Van Dyke was was arrogant. I think he was kind of saying what he, he thought about the game. And at the end of the day, Van Dyke's after coming out from a a game where I suppose the thing is that he didn't critique Liverpool's performance. He he just put all the yeah the eggs in the Man United were shit basket. Yeah, I think that's the problem Hurricane has with it. You see, I I I, I don't think he he didn't necessarily say United were shit. He just said they didn't attack, mm. which is is true. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? I I think if you're looking if you're looking to listen to a you know I suppose a bit of criticism from Van Dijk there, then he'll hear it. But he's essentially saying like you know he didn't attack the game. We did and we didn't score. That's kind of all he was saying. Keane does his usual stick of, um, I'm going to make a headline out of this, because it's all that we've seen since the game. So the game was that poor, that we're coming out of the game with Roy Keane slaying Van Dijk yeah. for saying a comment about being arrogant. You know, like, this is, that's, that's all that's come out of the game. It's so. the media strategy, isn't it? Yeah, so, like, that's what Roy Keane's great at, you know, and, and power to him, more power to him. I think he's wrong. I don't think Van Dijk was being arrogant, but that's probably, that's fair enough for me to say because I'm a Liverpool fan. But I think his comment about... I think no opinion's wrong. I think it's con- thank you. Yeah. I think his comment about uh, Liverpool not winning the league for thirty years is is probably going to come back to point in twenty years' time when Man United are still in Paris without a league title. But I mean that's that's like in what nineteen years' time. So we well, remains to be seen. But you know, you know, United are so far off off the top now in general. And I you, I don't know. I I can't see United in the league for a long time. They're so far behind in so many different areas. You know? Yeah. I also think it's it's always sooner than people think, though, as well. Um, and things can change quite quickly, but we'll see. Well, even Arsenal, man. Mm, Arsenal yeah. are nearly creeping up on 20 years yeah. already. Well, know? even Arsenal, uh, there was a time five or six years ago where I'd laugh in an Arsenal fan's face if they said they're beating Chelsea. Mm. But now, they're laughing at my face if yeah. I say they're beating them. So mm. that's how quick things can change. I think it's all about the run of the club. Yeah. Essentially, and you know they're being run poorly. There was there was an narrative for a time that Arsenal were being run poorly as well. Do you, know, do you remember that a few years? Yeah, ago? there was, Ar- but Ars- they were still winning trophies. There was people protesting out <coughs> saying, "Oh, owners out, cranky out, whatever." But well, that's since I, changed since they started being successful. They were winning trophies though then as well. <clears throat> like I think you look at United, and I know they won the League Cup last season, but generally speaking, you know I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to be winning a whole lot, and. 
Chelsea at the minute, I, I can't see Chelsea winning the trophy for a while as well. And that's not a dig at you either. That's not a dig oh, well, at you either. Adam, we'll jump into the Carabao Cup uh, semi-finals oh, really quick. Yeah. Um, well, the quarter-finals. The quarter-finals, sorry. We're in the semi-finals now. Yes. As, you, as you just said, uh, Chelsea will not win a trophy for a long time. Mm. That remains to be seen because Chelsea are into a, a, a Cup semi-final, Adam. Mm. Uh, again, facing Millsborough and Liverpool now facing Fulham. Mm. Uh, what do you think? How do you think that's going to uh, pan out? Yeah, like I always, I I would say that Liverpool are probably going to come out with the trophy, mm. but at the same time, you know, you know, I'm, I I I said if we got them in the semi final, I'd be worried because I think over two, over legs, two legs, you yeah. spank us. Mm. But I think on the day, you never know. Our cup final is one of them things where anything can happen on the day. You know, a team could come into the game having a bad day, you know, having a bad run of form, but still turn up and win. Like that's the nature of of cup final. So. Like, look, if you're saying to me now, I think Liverpool would be very unhappy if they don't win it, considering the position they're in and the teams that are left in it. Because yeah. there's no Man City, there's no Arsenal, there's no even Spurs. I'm not even going to say United, because I'd imagine Liverpool would beat United over two legs and in the final. Um, so there's no kind of, let's say, upper kind of side in the Premier League there. But it's nature to cut, man. I ain't even going it, really. Do you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's higher than one would think. If we we come up against Liverpool, you know, we've seen start August, uh, we played Liverpool, and mm. uh, start Pochettino's reign, drew mm. two open. I think it's going to be a tighter game than most people think. I think we're closer than people think, even though we're we're tenth mm. and Liverpool are, are close to first. Mm. I think it's going to be a closer game. You see, <clears> Chelsea <throat> are still a good side. Yeah, like, Chelsea still spend a lot of money. Yeah. So I, I think going into a final, there would still be an element of expectancy to win. To perform. Do you know what I mean? To perform. Um, I'd imagine if it was Liverpool Chelsea in the final, I would, I would fancy Liverpool there. And that's not being an arrogant. And player. it probably will be. And it's not me. And being we might have to go on away there. It could be Middlesbrough Fulham. It could like this could happen. Or it could, it could be, be Fulham Chelsea uh, London Derby final. Don't be ridiculous. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. You never know who's going to get through. Um, do you want to predict it real quick? Uh, who's getting the final? Mm. I, I think easily Chelsea Liverpool. Yeah. I, I can't see another outcome. I think it's going to be middles for Liverpool. I think Michael Carrick is going to school Pochettino on the sideline. You think you would think that. I think I think Middlesbrough get into a cup final because they have history in the league cup as well. They I think they've won it before, like this this tour in the century. Um. So I think it's going to be Middlesbrough and Liverpool in the final. I truly believe it. I truly believe it. You hope? Well, I, I mean, Kieran, you have to remember, if it was Middlesbrough Liverpool in the final, all the pressure's on Liverpool then to win. Like, that's... I think all the pressure would be on <coughs> Liverpool to win, regardless of, of who they play in the final, Middlesbrough or Chelsea. Um, I, I, can see, I can see a shock happen. And it, it could happen in the Fulham game. It could happen for Liverpool. Like, Fulham could knock Liverpool out. Oh, that, would, that, would make my, that would make my year... That. What if what if Fulham knocked us out and Mills would knock you out? That would be shit. I would watch the game. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah neither yeah. would you as well. I like I like cup finals. I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd want Mills to win now, but Fulham are a decent side man. These like you don't know what's gonna happen. We move on to the Champions League draw. Adam. Do you want to um, pull it up there? Because I'll, I'll pull it up, Jamie. <laughs> Copenhagen versus Man City. Uh, Man City. The Man City win over two legs. I'd say five or six now. Man City, I'm going for. Or be Leipzig, Real Madrid. This is dusty. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid easily. 
Uh, PSG versus Sociedad. How did they get that draw? Oh my god! And they PSG, were second in the group. PSG, PSG, PSG. Um, Lazio versus Bayern Munich. Oh, Munich. I actually like that fixture. It's a nice fixture. In terms it? of like a bit of notoriety, I'm gonna go Bayern because I actually think Bayern might go all the way. Do you um, know what? I think Bayern are dark horses this year for Champions League. Yeah, well, I don't think I think they're one of the favourites with Tuchel. Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich for me in this fixture as well. PSV versus Dortmund. Ah, uh, I'd love PSV to go through. Something different, do you know? You got on PSV. I'm going PSV. I'm going Dortmund easily. Mm. Uh, Inter versus. Oh Atletico. my God! What a terrible game. Uh, Anti football. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen the picture. Uh, Inter Milan. Let's go. It's going to be nil all in both legs, and Inter Milan are going to go through on penalties. I'd say it's going to be null and voided for. Uh, it's going to be someone's going to have pain in the eyes. Like, this is going to be the first game of the Super League. Sorry, this is going to be the first game of the Super League. The first game abandoned for someone pulling their eyes out. <laughs> someone's going to pull their eyes out and it's going to abandon this game. Uh, I'm going to go for Inter uh, for the pedigree. Mm. Well, though, we'd let to go with pedigree. The pedigree, Triple yeah. H. Never mind. <laughs> Porto versus Arsenal. Oh my God! How did it get Arsenal. blessed? Arsenal. Blessed with that fixture. Arsenal. Arsenal easily. Mm. I think Porto are a good team though. I think times. I think Arsenal might win a girl. I think Arsenal, Bayern, City. Don't be silly. Arsenal, Bayern, City, and uh, did I not say someone else? Arsenal, Bayern, City, Bayern, and Real Madrid are the teams that will. Yeah, PSG contest the semi-finals if I had to pick now. I think PSG are due an easy path though. Mm. This stage just Napoli, Barcelona tie of the round. I think uh, Diego Maradona's former sides, uh, Napoli, and Barcelona. The atmosphere in Napoli for that game is going to be unbelievable. Um, I'm going to go uh, Napoli to go through. Something different. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't rate Napoli this year. So I'm going, I'm going easy Barcelona. Uh, there you have it. Root. Um, did you hear actually that Girona can't blame Champions League because they're on by City? I don't know if that's true. Mm. I, I've seen something and then I've seen a contrary report. So. They, won't, they won't be playing there next year. We got we'll scan through Europa League really quickly. Yeah, yeah. well, the Europa League is on top. Um, I keep looking at the cameras as if all of this is gone on TikTok. I know you're going to edit, but Galatasaray spared to Prague at him. I think it's a third place Champions League team. Plays. So this, yeah, this is a playoff. Plays the so second. There's no place. Liverpool or anything here. Yeah. Um, I think Galatasaray. I think Galatasaray have a good chance going on the way. Yeah. Galatasaray have a decent side here. Will Zaha, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk versus Marseille. I'm going to go with Marseille. Marseille. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go Shakhtar just because uh, Viva Ukraine and all that. Uh, Feyenoord versus Roma. Uh, repeat of the Europa Comms League final <laughs> a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Jose Mourinho's Roma. Roma, yeah. Mm. For me, young boys, Adam. Versus Sporting Lisbon. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sporting Lisbon. Come on. Yeah, I think I just, just fast forward, get away from this game, please. Don't have too much for young boys. Milan versus Rennes. Um, Rome. 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 Stab Rome. Uh, Milan, surely. You'd have to fancy Milan here. I'm going to go Stad Rome. Okay. Braga versus Quara Bag. Uh, I'm going to go Quara Bag. Why is that? Uh, why not? <laughs> Benfica. I'm going to go Braga. Benfica <laughs> versus Toulouse. I'm going to go with uh, Benfica. I like that game a lot. Oh, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to go to Lisbon again. Do you know what? I'd love to go to the Toulouse home fixture. I think that's a cracking atmosphere. Hold on a second, I'm going to see some. Uh, uh, probably, nah, never mind. I'm going to go two lose there, Adam. I'm going to go Benfica. Lance. Maria. Lance versus Freiburg. Lance. 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 I think Lance, Galatasaray, and Benfica are sleeper picks for the Europa League this year. 
Yeah, I'm wondering where West Ham are actually. Oh, they finished this, off. This is, yeah, yeah, so West Ham finished off. I'm going to go Freiburg there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's the Europa League draw round up. We do the conference league really yeah, good. Yeah, as well. Is this all going on TikTok? Are you going to cut these all on TikTok? I think before the fixtures happen. Jeez, wet, right, okay. Right, the, con- <laughs> <laughs> the conference league draw, all right. Oh, um, so, we've got Storm Graz versus Slovan Bratislava. Who have we got there? Is this the draw here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll go with fucking hell man who are they I don't know man um, Storm Storm Graz Storm Graz yeah. I'm going to go Slava and Bratislava Servet versus Luda Gretz uh, Luda Gretz because they beat Liverpool in Champions League a couple of years ago you're going to go Servet there Union Saint-Gelais versus Eintracht this is a good game Union Saint-Gelais Eintracht I'm going to go Frankfurt I'm going to go Union Saint-Gelais uh, Real Betis versus Dynamo Zagreb you'd have to fancy Betis wouldn't you I actually fancy Dynamo Zagreb of course they <laughs> This is this is my brain is slowly <laughs> crumbling. Olympiagos versus Farin Barakas Barakas Farin Varos Farin Barakas Farin Varos. That's what it comes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Farin Varos. I'm gonna go Olympiagos and Ajax versus Bodeglint. I think this game happened before. Yeah, possibly. I like Bodeglint because I like Bodeglint as well. Have, uh, the cheese as their uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. their walk on uh, music. I'm gonna go Ajax. I'm gonna go. Bod- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, um, Molde versus Leggy Warsaw. Adam. Um, Mold. Mold. Leggy Warsaw for me. And mm. um, Maccabi Haifa versus Gaunt. Uh, Ghent. Um, we'll, we'll win that like seven out of ten. Man, Maccabi Haifa. You know, terrible. Day. Have that that ruthless streak. In them. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's that's our <laughs> Commerce League predictions, Europa League predictions, and Champions League predictions. On our Christmas special, Kieran, <laughs> uh, we're talking about draws for games that won't happen until February. <laughs> None says festivities like talking about games that won't happen for ages away. But here we are. It's misery, misery, misery. I know, it's like Jerry, Jerry Hannon's Christmas. What would you say Jerry Hannon has for Christmas dinner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> say a bit of roast beef. Just to play his sprouts on their own. <laughs> He doesn't even have any turkey. Sprouts and gravy, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> he, puts the, he puts sprouts in the air fryer. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Right, come on. What are we even doing now? Um, the festive fixtures. Yeah, you want to talk about the festive fixtures, Kieran? We do the same thing for these. Well, like, I, I don't know if we can do all of them, because there's a lot of them. Sorry. So I suppose we might lean towards, the, I suppose, the big ones, Kieran. We'll take a quick look at some of the games, some of the big games over the festive period. Um, Liverpool-Arsenal, big one tomorrow. Whoever wins will finish the, I suppose, Christmas period on top. It's the Christmas, uh, the Christmas on top uh, party. Adam. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, uh, it's the, it actually is quite a big game. It's the rivalry. Yeah. Um, big derby here. Mm. I think, to be honest with you, I have a, I have a hunch that Villa are going to beat Sheffield tonight, right. and that Liverpool and Arsenal are going to draw, and Villa are going to be top at Christmas. Is that possible? I think that is what happens. I don't know. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I have, wow. a, I have a hunch for that. Right. So I'm oh, well, uh, you'd imagine Villa will be Sheffield United tonight, nice. Yeah. As we sit here, it's, it is Friday afternoon. Um, I think Arsenal have to win here to prove themselves as, as real contenders. They have a history of bottling that Anfield. They also have a history of winning leagues at Anfield in fairness. But, um, How do you think the game's going to pan out? Do you think it's going to be an open game? Or? I th- look, right, honestly, and you're going you're gonna to laugh at me, but if Arsenal come out and try and play against Liverpool, 
the way they usually play. Liverpool will get two or three goals in the game. Easily. Easily. Whether they can keep goals out the other end is another story, but if Arsenal come out and play, Liverpool will score a few goals. 100%. I've never been more and more kind of sure of something. Because yeah. the way, like, if a team sets up pra- pragmatically against Liverpool and low block doesn't let them find spaces or half spaces, Liverpool struggle to score goals. And that's, that's a fact. I think if Arsenal come out and play, Liverpool will, honestly, I'm not going to say pick Arsenal off because they won't, but they'll definitely get a few goals. Um, I think Arsenal have to win here. To be honest with you, that's why I fancy a draw. I think it's going to be a fairly good game of football. Mm. I think it's going to be end to end to a certain extent. Mm. So I, I like a two all, three all draw. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Liverpool. Three one. Three one. Wow. Yeah. So the Christmas Eve game, Kieran. So Liverpool, as a result, will finish top of the league at Christmas. Christmas Eve. Are you doing United West Ham as well? John, do you know West Ham? Yeah. Um, I think West Ham win this one. Oh yeah, easily. Um, probably two two goals on the counter, two 0 win. And if they win, they find themselves up to potentially sixth, which would be good for West Ham. I think. Yeah, it's very tight at that end, isn't it? Mm. The top of the league is good, man. This year, it really is. Um, Chelsea Wolves Christmas Eve will be in the hook on for this game. I'm not looking forward to Waiting this. Waiting on a miracle to come. <laughs> it's actually such a catchy tune. I'm not looking looking forward to this one, Adam. No. It's a, it's, for me... Wolves are tricky, man. Yeah, and I do have a feeling the Chelsea lads are going to be a bit um, bit ticked off that they had to play away from home on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's ridiculous, Karen. They're probably going to be annoyed. Mm. And I can't see them being very, very happy with their... Uh, mm. With, with the with the general layout of these fixtures, I can't believe there's a Christmas Eve game. But mm. Listen, uh, I think. Are you gonna wear a Christmas jumper to the hook, girl? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I might wear my Diego Maradona Christmas jumper. Mm. Potentially. I'm gonna wear my Guinness one. Oh, yeah. Represent. I have a Guinness one as well. Actually. Never mind. Uh, I'm gonna go Wolves. Uh, one 0 win. I'm gonna go Wolves. I can't believe I'm saying that. Wolves 4-1. Was on four one. So you're, you want me to be miserable that Christmas? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, right. Absolutely. I see. Thank you. Um, Stephen say, Kieran, there's a relegation battle. Sheffield United Luton. It's going to be like 4 all that game. I'm going to go 5 all. Yeah, well, do you know why it's going to be mad? Because they're all going to be on the piss on Christmas Day and then they'll go into that game Stephen's Day and they'll just be... Oh, Ben hat-trick. Yeah. Burnley taking on Liverpool on Stephen's Day as well. Do you remember I said a while ago that I thought Burnley would beat Liverpool at home? Yeah, I think that could happen. Do you know what? I'm actually going to go for an upset because I've said this. Uh, I've said this at the start of the podcast. I mm. think Christmas is a leggy time. Yeah, and there's lots of upsets, upsets that happen. And for me, Burnley at home is a banana skin for Liverpool. Yeah, I on, agree. On the twenty sixth, I agree. So I'm going to go with a two 0 win for Burnley here. We played Burnley a couple of years ago, around this period, and Ragnar Klavan scored in the last minute. We won. Um, so I'm hoping for something like that now this time but I'm going to say 1-0 to Liverpool right KG affair away win yeah um, other games going around the fifth period there they go on Chabot hey, United Villa I think is a big one for the title race as well um, Villa obviously don't have a great away record so you fully believe Villa are in this title race I, man two points off Liverpool why not no fair enough and Chelsea playing Sheffield tonight and then Arsenal playing Liverpool they could be yeah. top of Christmas so which is mad yeah I think every- it says a lot by Uno, about Unai Emery yeah, he's he's a uh, 
he's a misunderstood uh, manager, really. Yeah. But um. I'm talking about Chelsea. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right. Obviously not now because of Pochettino, but I think in the future maybe. But mm. um, I think he's a winner. I think he's great. Mm. I think, I think, this could be a potential banana skin though for Villa, Villa as well on the on the M um, twenty six. So I can see them losing that one, mm. one or two nil to United. Hoyland to get his first goal. No. In the Premier League, no. Waiting on a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> the 20 century on doesn't really have any good games everything against Man City though um, typically a banana skin for Man City I wouldn't be surprised if everything won here I think I, I could see City coming back sharp after the Club World Cup yeah that final's on tonight by the way against yeah. Fluminense I'm actually going to watch it oh it's going to be great um, Fluminense win it's I think. usually a shit game though isn't it the Club World Cup I love the Club World Cup man I know but on top of the final is usually a cage game I don't yeah. really like it um, I hope Philippe Mello wins the World Cup That'd be great. Marcelo's playing as well. Isn't yeah. John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy. Shout out to him. Shout out to him, yeah. Um, Rest in peace on this Christmas. Um, everything bad City quick, crown quick. Ah! Everything Man City, crown quick prediction. I'm going to go with Man City. I'm going to go Sean Deutsch's everything are going to win 2 0 there. Jeez. So um, all, all, we've gone collectively all. all Title race teams are losing. Losing on Chris. I won't be surprised. Twenty eighth, Kieran Brighton Spurs, quick one. Jeez, the amount of footballs I know. I'm not uh, watching all this. Uh, Ferguson, Ferguson hat trick against Spurs. What I'm saying. I don't. I don't think. I think Ferguson's dropped forever. Spurs for me. <laughs> Arsenal, West Ham. Arsenal. Um, West Ham. Um, the New Year's fixtures, Kieran, are quite good as well. Actually, to be fair, um, we have Luton, Chelsea relegation battle, Kieran, which team? <laughs> I think I actually think Luton might win <laughs> I think so as well because I've been to Luton before to be oh with. god it's, it's the worst place in Ireland. it's a horrible airport oh my god and if the players are, are flying in I don't know if they're flying in they're probably getting the no, coach well, yeah. I imagine they would be flying to Luton or the train maybe yeah. the train's the nice way to get to Luton is but, there a nice way to get to Luton no I don't think so <laughs> no serious way I don't believe I don't believe uh, I think the players are going to hate Luton yeah, uh, I think that's true. Half 12 kick off as well. I'm going to go 2 0 Luton win. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> I fucking hate saying Chelsea. I'm going to go 3 1 to Luton. Oh, um, other than that, that day is not. Uh, Forrest are taking on United. Um, new new regime. Damn. That dum, brings us dum. into. Uh, I'm not editing it in. Another one. Steve Cooper gone, Kieran. School of Rock 2 was being recorded singly, so he had to leave. Ned Schneebly. Very sad. Very unjust, I think, as well, to an extent. Yeah, but good, he's getting a, a job in the new cast for uh, School of Rock 2 at the same time. It's the School of Rock! Um, Schneebler! Schneebler! Um, yeah, School of Rock, yeah, great film. Uh, but yeah, Nuno Espirito Santos. The School of Getting the Sack. Oh, He's uh, <laughs> taken over. Well, well he'll be managing a few games for this, I imagine. Um, you'd imagine United would have been here, though. I think Nuno Noel. Noel. Anyway. At Christmas time. New no Noel. Feliz Natal is Merry Christmas in Portuguese. Feliz Natal. There you go. Um, um, Nuno wins that one. New Year's Eve, Kieran, full on Marshall, quick. Uh, Three, two, one. I'm going to go Arsenal. I'm going to go full on one new. Do you know this, all these games are near London? The London area in New Year's Eve. Yeah. So it's London derbies and yeah. at two o'clock. So stop people travelling on New Year's Eve. Fair play to the Premier League there. Yeah. yeah. Liverpool... Newcastle, New Year's Day. 
It's um, not such a fate for Newcastle having to travel all the way down to Liverpool. But I don't think it's that far away. Uh, maybe not. Do you two have a song called New Year's Day? Do they? I think they do. Anyways, um, quick prediction. This this game last year, Liverpool scored in the last one of Fabio Carvalho. Um, remember, we were, we were walking in trade at the time with Dan Lavin. Is he still um, alive? He was Dan Lavin. No, or Fabio Carvalho. Both. <laughs> Dan Lavin is still uh, alive and kicking. Um, and so was Fabio Carvalho. But Liverpool won the game the last minute. We were in the bar. I think we were walking. Stop bringing this up. This but, no, like, but I want to bring it up. I miss it. I miss it. Um, Newcastle tried to shit house the whole game, but it's a different Newcastle team now with all the injuries. Um, I, I I can see Liverpool winning here. To be fair, yeah, home New Year's. Uh, this should be fine. This yeah. should be a uh, two or three nil win. Yeah, and Kieran, that is essentially the festive fixtures. Unless you want to talk about West Ham Brighton. Ah, why not? Last week, last festive. <laughs> no, yes, go on. We're done. <laughs> misery, misery, misery. <laughs> the whole flipping way. We had the FA Cup and the League Cup to talk about as well. No, oh, Jesus, yes. wet. Um, those League Cup fixtures aren't for a while, aren't they? All I know is uh, Adam the. Uh, all I know is the festive period overlaps. Uh, so the FA Cup is straight after the last league fixture, yeah. which is it's it's like the weekend after, isn't it? It's like endless endless football. Like how much football do you need? How much football does one man need? I actually do like like this time here. I, do. I hope everyone enjoys the festive football. You know. Uh, what do you what, what's your favourite festive football tradition what do you like doing uh, actually I'll sit down for this what's your favourite festive uh, football tradition so when you're watching football what do you like to do on, on the festive period um, I usually tuck into like a box of celebrations or something <laughs> not a whole box to celebrate the festive period yeah but like I just love man I love Chris, I love football at Christmas I don't know what it is I love getting into the sitting room cup of tea few celebrations Whacking on the Christmas tree, turning the lights off, and then we have lights in the front room. And it just feels nice. Some feels nice and homely. Um, I always think back to the game a couple of years ago that I watched on a fucking Portuguese stream when Origi scored against Wolves. And it was just nice. It was just like the Christmas lights were on, Origi scoring the last minute. It was just like, I was like, ah, oh, this is, so this is Christmas. And what have you done? My favourite thing, alright. Stephen's Day Fry. Oh yeah, and a cup of tea for the half twelve kickoff. Yeah, who's half twelve this year? Uh, United West Ham, I think. Is it? But um, yeah, that's my favourite thing. Or no, it's Newcastle Forest. That's a bleeding wrong game on Stephen's Day. Is it? Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm not watching that. I was about to say, hey, yeah. we may wake up at like three in the three in the afternoon Stay and watch Liverpool. So Adam, uh, traditional uh, bake off um, segment for 2023. We didn't do it last year. So it's not really traditional now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, we're back this year. I, I've purchased a sticky toffee uh, pudding here. Uh, it's it's Christmas. Actually, you've purchased it for me. It's a present from yourself. It actually looks pretty yeah. bang, man, to be fair. And, um, we'll get, do you want to show it to the camera? A good look at it not there. Like, give it like a... Oh, yeah. So it's it's sticky and it's... It's on It's toffee. All right. This is an audible listen. Uh, Shelburne have signed Liam Bordkir. I'm not just thinking that real quick while you're unwrapping a cake. Um, I think it's a good sign. I think he has a lot, lot of league experience from mm. what I know. Former Bowes, Rovers, Celtic and Rangers player. He loves a sticky top of pudding as well. I'm just going to dig into this. Yeah, go on. So, uh, audible oh. scoop there. Like a knife through Bordkir. That, that's, that's a good sign. Or a spoon through a sticky pop of pudding. Go on, have a look at the camera while you're eating it. Um, so oh, 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 that's what it looks like. I'm, I'm just gonna go yeah, for it. Yeah, get in, get in. Oh wow, that is frightening. 
<laughs> this is potentially, honestly not right. I, I say this in the most non-sarcastic way. Potentially our worst podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was... But anyways, that was the sticky Tommy Podden. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. I think it's, it's Sunday that you'd eat at Christmas. It's really nice. Yeah, so it fits the Christmas episode. Um, well, there's a nice twang. It's like it's like a, a twang vanilla, right, okay. caramel. Right, yeah. It should be caramel when you think about it. The marshmallows on top is interesting. Here, give me a bit. Yeah. Oh, right here we go. Finally, Adam fucking digs in. Here we go. I'm not. This is not going on camera. This is not oh, going. On camera. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it's very it's very uh, doughy, very nice. See, it's better than slandering the... the, the I do write it, I do yeah. write it, to be fair. It's our bake-off segment, Adam. I, That's can't. A, I, I can't believe we're still talking about it, but however, here we go. Um, Kieran, will you destroy the sticky top of <laughs> It's fucking gorgeous, man. I know, yeah. And <laughs> um, we're going to move on to get it out. We had a few Christmas-themed questions last week, so we're going to start off with them. Jamie Boland says, Christmas dinner food ranking. Oh, what does that involve? Entail? So... On your Christmas dinner, you have turkey, ham, stuffing, pigs and blankets, mashed potato, roast potato, um, Yorkshire pudding. We'll do a top three. Top three. Um, Yorkshire pudding is definitely in the top three. Oh, I don't have that for my Christmas dinner. Well, get on to it. All right. I'm going to go, number one, if they're done correctly, roast potatoes. Right. Number two, pigs and blankets. Number three, Yorkshire pudding. Um, I'm going to go number three. Uh, roast potatoes. Number two, yeah. stuffing. Oh, well. And number one, turkey. Oh, you're a big fan of turkey. Yeah, although I think gravy makes it, so I might go... Is gravy the component that makes it better? Yeah, I made gravy number one. Interesting. Um, sticking with the Christmas dinner, Karen Alton says, if the main elements of a Christmas dinner were positions on a pitch, what would they be and why? Fucking hell. Um, I'm going to say Brussels sprouts are left back. Um, what well, is Roberto Carlos though? No, left back on the bench. Do you get it? Do you get it? Yeah. Um, no, left back. Um, potatoes and carrots for me would be the central defenders. Yeah, the sort of core that mm. make up the the dinner itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> goalkeeper, maybe a roast potato. <laughs> yeah, it's a crucial it. position. Um, right back would probably be the glass of sherry that you're drinking while having it. Thoughts? Glass of sherry. Do you drink sherry at Christmas dinner? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? I <laughs> drink lot, champagne. A lot. A lot. What, with your Christmas dinner? Yeah, I do, yeah. A glass of champagne. Celebrate a good A glass of Moe. Yeah. With your Christmas dinner. Yeah, I do, yeah. I Fuck like, me, yeah. man. I'm coming here on Christmas Day, if that's the case. Um, midfielders, Kieran. I'd say turkey and ham centre mid. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, uh, Stuffing even as well. I think stuffing's a striker with gravy. <laughs> so it's not comes with gravy. And then on the wings you have... It's a fairly versatile partnership. And, and then up front, well, you have the fluidity of the gravy and the consistency of the stuffing. Um, on the wings you have... Yorkshire, season, <laughs> there. Yorkshire puddings and uh, pigs and blankets on the wings for me, Carl. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much movement in them, but... Yeah, ah, I don't know. I don't know, like, solid 10 out of 10s on the, on the wings, you know? Um, Ulton says it's Christmas Day Kieran, and your auntie has just bought you a jersey of your club's arch rivals what do you do? Uh, oh, tough one I'd say do you, do you know when you like the Christmas pudding? yeah I throw the jersey on top of it wow uh, let it burn interesting let it burn harder 
that um, material goes up goes up very very quick as well. Well, I, the the jersey material sets a light light like. Yeah. I'm I'm of the opinion here on that these things are thoughtful. Do you know? So I wouldn't necessarily mind if that happened. Like if my auntie, if Irene bought me a Manchester United jersey and she had a reason for it, I would probably keep it, but not have it on show. Really? I'd not wear it. Yeah, I wouldn't burn it. It's a bit harsh. I'd probably. Do you know what a lot of people do now? Regift things. So I'd probably regift it. It's not better though. Yeah, I know, but just supposing they didn't. I'd say it an insult. It is in a way. I cast me out of the family. Yeah, well, you would do that, nice. Yeah. Um, Dan Lavin says, "Is Turkey overrated?" Um, I don't know if he means the country or the the meat. As a country, no, I think it gives you fake hairlines. Istanbul fake is quite Istanbul prevalent. Yeah, yeah. quite a historical location. Um, you know the Royal Irish Fusiliers and all that. Yeah, but the meat itself, Adam. I think it is. I think talking can be very dry and bland at times, depending on how it's cooked. I think it's rated fairly. In terms of what? To the extent where you're not really expecting much, but it does it, the job. It's tradition, you know. Right, okay. But does that mean it's good, though? No, it doesn't mean it's good nor bad. And I right. think that's what turkey is for bang in the middle. Right, okay. Um, Cher says, <laughs> fuck, marry, kill, celebrations, heroes, and roses. Oh, yes. Right, this is what we live for now. Um, um, I would fuck. Celebrations. Oh my god. I'd actually do it in that that <laughs> I'd actually do it in that, that rank. You said it's how wild you know. <laughs> I would fuck a box of celebrations, I'd marry a box of heroes, and I would kill a box of roses. Ugh. I'm not into roses at all, I think they're very uh They smell like poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're very overrated. Roses. Outcast. Caroline. Caroline. Uh, so you'd you'd marry heroes? Yeah, I love, I love a box of heroes. I'd marry celebrations. I think right. you can't miss them. And fuck, fuck heroes. Uh, fuck, fuck heroes. Yeah. Mm. And then I'd, I'd, I'd kill. Yeah, I'd yeah kill right. roses. Roses really smell like poo, poo, poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, outcast reference for anyone listening. Um, Jerry says midnight mass when pissed or Christmas morning mass while hungover. I think Jerry does this does both them every year. So I believe. I don't think he's a religious man either. I just think he does the two of them. He's just, he's a he just, just spectacle. Isn't yeah, he? he just goes. Yeah, um, I'd probably prefer. I don't know. I think midnight mass piss with all the lads would be great crack. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's what's supposed mass. Is supposed no, to be. that's what I'd say. Yeah. Mass is very holy, um, and I actually like masses from here. To be fair, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go after a few gargles. Yeah, nothing worse than being in the church on the I'd imagine. I've heard they actually stop midnight mass because people go and start talking. Oh, right. Screaming at the priest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be us. Is that you? Yeah, well, it would be you. <laughs> it would be you as well. Um, <laughs> which one are you going for? <laughs> Midnight Mass. Let's go. Um, Ian says, is there a case for my nan to be made the best keeper in the world? Um, Mike Daniel. <laughs> Mike Mike. It my depends. Nan like, what age is she in? And, uh, <laughs> how proficient is she with her hands? Um, I, think, I think my nan is best keeper in the world. I, I I don't think there's many better. Well, Alison maybe. Alison Becker. Is she? Um, Ian says album of the year. John. Album of the year for me. Uh, it's the Oppenheimer soundtrack. Jesus, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Many things. Go on. What's your album of the year? I don't actually know, Kieran. I haven't thought about it. Um, 
Talking Heads man had an album this year of a live concert and they made it into a film that was quite good Home is where I want to be yeah, I'm going to go Jamie Boland being the host of Shelbourne TV 2024 um, yeah absolutely I love Jay is he the host? yeah well no I think Woodrow's just hypothesising here well Woodrow I, I wouldn't be spreading fake news like that Woodrow Ian says, one moment in history you wish you were a fly on the wall for, or a fly in general. The summer of 2018, right. it was very hot. I oh, say, so you just want to go back to that? I say flies thrive in that weather. Um, be a fly on the wall, Kieran. Oh, God. I don't understand the question. Is that a, a terminology? Like, if you could, like a fly on the wall, like you're in the room. Right. A moment in history. Oh, the 2012 Champions League final. Oh, you'd like to be like in the stadium? No, I'd I, like to be where my living room when it happens. I would like to be a fly on the wall in the Liverpool dressing room in 2005 in the Champions League final when they're training down the AC Milan. That's what I'd like to be. Really? Yeah. I'd say it was very intense. I'd say there was a lot of juices flowing. Um, a lot of tears. Mm. Well, they came back to him. That's what that'd be the moment I'd go for. Um, Dave Dunwoody says, um, rank Nick Jackson, Rasmus Hoyland, and Darren Nunes. Nick Jackson's number one. Darren no, Nunes, no. number three. Hoyland's number two. That's ridiculous. No, it is. It isn't. Why I'd is it say because it is. This was a bad. It was bad. Or, wait, was what bad. do you say? Well, Nunes is better than two of them. No, he doesn't. No, he oh, yeah. easily. Uh, Nick Jackson has more goals than this season. And? Yeah, he's so he's the better striker. Has he got more goals on paper? Assists? He's the better striker. He's not though. It's striker positions about scoring goals and creating goals. And Nunes has more goals. Than no, assists. it's not. It's not about creating goals. Nunes has the most so assists for Liverpool. The ball's the back of the net. Yeah, and he's done that this season. No, he hasn't. In all competitions, he's, he's scored he two goals. That's not true. In his Premier League. No, he has four goals in Premier League this season. Four goals, sorry. Four. And he has like I think he has two in the, the, the League Cup, and he has four in the Europa League. So that's more than Farmers. What's your point? Oh, well, that is my point. Who did Nick Jackson score against on Saturday? Uh, Sheffield United, case Sheffield, closed. Sheffield and, um, and a hat-trick against Spurs and a goal against Man City. A hat-trick against Spurs, Jesus wept, man. Yeah. Spurs down to nine men. Oh, that's irrelevant. Barely scored. Oh, a hat-trick against Spurs, that's something to be proud of. Is it though? Yeah. And a goal against Man City. Um, Nunes, Hoylon, Jackson would be my ranking. No, Jackson number one yeah I agree no no Nunes Hoyland Jackson <laughs> Dan Lavin says how long would you last in the octagon with Francis and Canu I'd say I'd, I'd last all 12 rounds or is it 12 rounds or 5 rounds it's 5 rounds isn't it 5 rounds 5 yeah. minutes yeah I'd last all, all, all 5 I'd just run away from him. no but you can't just run away from him. you can that's that's, that's, you can that's run fucking away. pussy behaviour what do you mean? Well, you fucking bother. You're not going to run away. You find a way to win a fight. That's the way you know. You know, it found a way to get a draw against Liverpool. So they didn't win. They didn't win. You can't. You can't draw a fight. Like you that. can draw a draw. You can draw a fight. Yeah, but like, yeah, but not by running away from. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You can. Yeah, absolutely cannot. If you if you just if you d- run duck away and from, wave, duck and right. wave, and then then you would win. Draw not. You would win because of him having like unsuccessful hits like lands. Yeah. So you would win. I'd win. But that's not how you would win. You you wouldn't last that long running away from someone. I think I would. Um, I, I, I would say 15 seconds I'd last. <laughs> In what? 
<laughs> Carl Brennan says, would you rather have a season ticket for Man United and go to every single game or only drink in McGowan's forever? <laughs> it sounds like purgatory. It sounds so bad. <clears throat> well, that's a question you should answer, I think. Uh, I'd go McGowan's forever. I like McGowan's. Really? You wouldn't go to United? No, fuck that. Why? Where you go over? <laughs> I think I'd say McGowan's as well. And um, Ben Casey says, Panini or Match Attacks? Ah, oh, match tax match easy, Ben. Come oh, on. Shout out to Ben Casey's sister as always. Oh, happy Christmas. Um, happy Christmas story. Yeah, Jesus wept. Hope you're doing well, love. Uh, Shay says, favourite disciple? Uh, Judas. <laughs> he was misunderstood. <laughs> of course you would say that. Misunderstood. Fuck me, man. Judas yeah, well. fair, okay. uh, Jack Ryan says, best call of the season so far. Uh, I think easily Garnacho. Um, Nunez against Bournemouth is equal. <laughs> Um, best underrated player so far since Jack Ryan? Um, Bobby D. Cordova Reed. <laughs> <coughs> you love this fellow, man. Yeah. He was actually at fault for Liverpool's fourth goal, man. Sorry. How was he underrated? Like? Um, I'm going to go with Cole Palmer. Um, Jack Ryan says top three at the end of the season. I'm going to go Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal. I've said it, Kieran, I've said it. You've heard me say it. I've just said it. I'm going to go Aston Villa, Arsenal Man City. Right, okay, interesting. Um, we move on now. We have another question from our loyal listener, Amy Rooney, who says, right, Amy a, Rooney? We have a long question, which says, right, so if you could pick Five people involved in football could be management players, etc. To go for dinner and drinks with, who can uh, you can ask them any questions you want, and they have to answer them. Who would you want on your table? So five people carry on. She says, I imagine you've answered a question like this before, but it is Christmas, so we'll answer it again. Five people carry on. You're having dinner with this Christmas. The last supper. The last supper. Uh, I go Steve Cooper. I I I'd invite him for uh, out of pity, simply reasons. Yeah, for yeah. getting sacked. Okay. I feel he'd be a bit down and I'd like to lift his spirits back up. That would make him worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go Jose Mourinho. Yeah. My all-time favourite. Mm. Um, i go Thomas Tuchel. Mm. One of my favourites. Probably mm. not my all-time. I love Jose. i go Didier Drogba. Because mm. he's a fucking legend. <laughs> and i go Roy Keane. I think he'd be very interesting as well. Yeah. Um, although I, I do love Dunphy as well. Yeah. Um, Actually, do you know what? I'd sacrifice, I'd sacrifice Didier Drogba for Dunphy and Roy Keane in right, the same okay. room. Wow. Yeah. Well, who would you go for, Adam? I'm going Mourinho, Dunphy. Very similar to you. Mourinho, Dunphy. That's two. I'd love to go with, like, did you ever hear, do you know Luis Aragonis? He was the manager of Spain when they won the Euros. Mm. He kind of revolutionised football in a sense. He was kind of the, the linchpin of it. Jesus, hips are over. So him... him I think he's passed away, so rest in peace to him. Toward one, man, I love Diego Maradona so much. I love Maradona so that much. Be a, that'd be a heavy part. Hell of a night. Maradona, Mourinho, Dunphy, Aragonis, and... <laughs> I was still in the same room. <laughs> and number five, uh, I'll go with... Oh, I was going to say something like Gary Neville, but he bring the mood down. Oh, stop. He started talking about geopolitics and... Um, you get offended at everything, though. Yeah. Oh, fifth one. Who would I go for the fifth one? Maybe Jack Charlton. Say Jack Charlton have some great stories with Tony Knighty. Jack Charlton, Dunphy, Maradona, 
Um, Mourinho and Luis Aragonis be my that's a good list yeah put it out there but yeah I think that that's actually quite a good question I'd love that one that'd be mad I love the feeling after Christmas dinner of, of complete like being bloated and oh you love just suffering yeah in a sense yeah, yeah. Well, it's a good kind of suffering you're just <laughs> wrecked like yeah okay um, Christmas man is so sacred it's actually such a nice day mm. um we do have a few more questions, so we will answer them. But for anyone who, you know, just enjoy Christmas. You know, enjoy family. Enjoy being with your friends because it's, it's a nice time of year. Um, right, we, we have we, a Christmas day, uh, Eve tradition, actually. We do, absolutely. We always have a Christmas Eve tradition, Carol. Mm. Um, points in the hut this year is our location. Getting back to what <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so many people listening to this and showing up. Now. I know, yeah. Um, we can't finish Get It Out this season. Um, this is our final get out of the year as well, by the way, when people are listening to this. Gary says, fuck Mary Kill, Nessa from Gavin and Stacey, Carl Pilkington and Roy Keane. Um, I'd marry Carl Pilkington. Yeah. I'd fuck Roy Keane and I'd, I'd kill the other one. What it Nessa from yeah. Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do the same. I really, Carl Pilkington's a goat man. Yeah. Carl, Carl he's Pilkington. He's my hero too. He's so funny. Yeah. He reminds me of you a lot. <laughs> um, what do you think Bootlegger is getting for Christmas, Carl? Said Kerry? Uh, point to Stella. He got a new set of Delph. He got a new. He got a job done his teeth. I think he's sold out. Yeah. Yeah. I think he looked better without it. Mm. More authentic. Yeah. The last question, Kieran, from Gary Valve. His character with that. <laughs> the last question from Gary Valve. Right, Kieran, we're going to end the podcast now. That was get it out. That was our Premier League team of the season so far, and we do appreciate all the love and support, Kieran, as always. This festive period, we hope everyone's doing well. I know it's a tough time for some. Um, we are going to have this is our Christmas special. Yeah. Um, but we are going to have our sexiest bits of the podcast. Very unseen, racy. unseen bits. That's always racy. <laughs> unseen bits, and then our favorite parts of the podcast this year that'll be released next week. So do listen to the podcast next week and this week, of course, the Christmas special. Um, Kieran, this is our last recording of the year. How do you feel? Here we go. Fabrizio Ronaldo. <laughs> Confirmed. Only fans football podcast. Last <laughs> podcast of the year. Title. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the Christmas special, the sticky topic button. Um, mm. have, a, have a nice nice time. Have a Guinness, have yeah. a gin and tonic, whatever you like. And uh, have a safe and happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for joining us this year for the podcast. As I said, our sexiest bits are out next week. So do keep an ear out for that. And yeah, take care of yourself this this festive period. I know it is tough, um, but we hope we've given you some solace throughout the year. Um, take care of yourselves. Merry Christmas, and we'll leave it there so. In general, he's been most consistent. Man, he's had a bad few weeks in the Premier League as well. I know, but I, I think that besides that, besides the bad run of form, to this point, I still think pound for pound he's the best right back in the league. Yeah. Uh, and look, I think sometimes he... Sometimes you look at him and you think, oh, he's only 23, 4, he's 33 years old. Yeah. You have to remember. Um, I, I, I think he's 33, gone on 23. Even. Yeah. He's probably the fifth player in the league. And defensively, very solid. Um, going forward, can be very good as well. I think he's had a good season. I'd have gone Trippier only for he's had an absolute stinker the past month. Mm. Um, the right back I've gone for is Trent Alexander Arnold because he's pound for pound. He's not right back. Yeah, he's pound for pound the best right back in the league. He's not right back. He is though. He's a midfielder. I know, but he's playing right back for Liverpool mm. in this inver- inverted position. Um, and he's just been, I think we're seeing the best of him now. I think is going forward, he's been as good as he's ever been. 
Defensively, he's really improved as well. I think people like to shine a light on like that mistake from Trippier during the week and the subsequent miss penalty. If that was Trent Alexander-Arnold, you would not hear the end of it. So, um, yeah, I think Trent's been the best right back in the league, and he's, that has he's been awesome form. Trent Alexander-Arnold multiple times this year. This year, yeah, it hasn't though. Mm. Give me one example. Well, he's, he 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 hasn't tried back on multiple occasions on his side. Give me one example where he's still not Trippier during the week. The Fulham goals. Two, two Fulham goals were all coming out on his side. Did uh, he make a direct Anfield. mistake? He didn't, but he's no. not there to track back. Case in point. Um, <clears throat> came on the League Cup on Wednesday. Played a half an hour and got two assists. I think that shows the quality he has. Um, right, uh, centre-half's girl, who's you go? Uh, I've gone for Saliba and I've gone for Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Um, I think Arsenal, for me, least, least, consoled, least conceded goals in the league. And then Virgil van Dijk, he's just been... Back to his best, in my opinion, he's been quite yeah. good this season. Mm-hmm. So I've gone for them. What about you? Yeah, I've gone for the same. I think Van Dijk is playing at the level that he was before he got that injury. He's gotten the captain, captain's armband at Liverpool as well, so he's taking that responsibility. Um, Saliba, man, I said it to you earlier. I think I said it to you earlier. He has that Van Dijk like quality. There is kind of a like when players go up towards him, they they kind of struggle to get past him. I think that that's a testament to how good Saliba is. And defensively speaking, he's he's been unbelievable this year. And, I think if there's any defender like Virgil van Dijk in the Premier League, it is William Saliba. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think van Dijk's the best defender in the league as well. So. Arsenal um, as well. Uh, we seen last season when Saliba was out, they went off the boil. You know, and then he came back in and they started winning again. You yeah, know? yeah. That's a testament. Um, so, left back, Adam. I've gone with Destiny Udogi. Udogi, dog, dog. Um, I just think he's been the best left back in the league, to be honest. I know we did an underrated 11 and you had him in that, but... I think he deserves a spot here. I think he's another player who's kind of transformed Spurs into being this kind of title contending side about what they were at the start of the season. Um, yeah, I think he's best left back in the league, um, bar none. Um, I've gone for Vicali Mikalenko well, for Everton. Uh, I know they're struggling on the struggling end of things, but without that 10-point deduction, they still have some of the least conceded goals in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at Mikalenko game in, game out, He's very defensively solid. Okay. I don't think he's. You don't see people get past him that often. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think he's had an excellent start. Yeah, I give to him. Um, move on to midfield, Karen. Midfield. Uh, I'll start. I'll go Rodri Rice uh, pivot partnership. Mm. Yeah. I think this partnership would be uh, formidable. Adam. Yeah, I wouldn't get past it. What about you? I've gone with Rice and Douglas Luiz. I think Luiz has probably been Aston's best player. No, Rodri. No, Rodri, and I didn't include him because I think it's a testament to him that Man City lose games when he's not playing. I think that shows how vital he is to them. But I don't think Man City have hit that kind of stride that yeah, they're kind of notorious for. Mm. Um, and I just think the way he's been brilliant, man. Aston Villa could win tonight, and Aston Villa could be top at Christmas, depending on results elsewhere. So I think Douglas Weas is a vital part of that, and I think he deserves a spot on this team so far this season. Yeah, I mean... I wouldn't argue against that. Just and Declan Rice, by the way, speaks for himself. He's, for me, the best midfielder in the league. Uh, bar Rodri. Yeah. But I think on form this season, he's been immense. Yeah, that's an interesting one, all right. Um, just ahead of them, I've gone Cole Palmer, Adam. Mm. Uh, incredible start to the season in a terrible Chelsea side mm. uh, on paper. Uh, six goals. And on telly. <laughs> six goals, three assists mm. uh, so far this season. I think he hasn't really. I watch Chelsea every game. He hasn't really had a bad game. Mm. So, I think on a consistency basis, he deserves a spot in this team. Yeah. Um. He's 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 for me not worth forty billion today's market. 
Well, what they got for I think he's more of an eighty million player. It right, looks to be. Wow, okay. I I I'd make that argument. That's um, true, yeah. But yeah, you've gone for four three three. Four three three. I've gone four four two. So my two here is Kieran are Hungman Son and Mohamed Salah. Right. I think arguably, apart from uh, a tall Norwegian striker from Man City, I think you're looking at the two best players in the Premier League. I've gone the same. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much getting past him. Son look at ten goals for this Salah, what eleven and seven. They just keep getting better. Which is crazy um, in today's game. Um, so yeah, Salah on the right, Hungman Salah on the left for me is my two wingers in my in my four four two. I think it it says a lot as well because Son um, Kane left in the summer, yeah. and it looks like Son's just taking the leadership role. He's as well. gotten better. He's yeah. gotten better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it, it's like when the Ironman goes on because Hungman Son's a captain for South Korea, and then like even Van Dijk for Liverpool, he's captain for Holland. It's like they grow as a player as well. So it's I think Son's been amazing. Um, especially in the absence of Kane, so yeah, I think he's fully deserved. Front two, Adam. I've gone Erling Haaland and Ollie Watkins. Yeah, I've gone Watkins on his own. I, I yeah. left Haaland out. Mm. Haaland has eighteen goals and assists this season. The only player who who matches that is Salah Liverpool. So Watkins himself has fifteen. I think Watkins for Villa has been amazing, but um, he, I don't think you can have a team without either of them. You know? Yeah, well, I've. Went for Watkins purely on the base where I think it's born to keep going for Haaland because you just pick him in every team. So yeah. I just went for Watkins for the lulls. But yeah, I'd agree with that sentiment. Haaland's been good as well. Um, some honourable mentions really. Uh, will we go manager actually of the half season? There's only one. It's doing it, Uno Emery for me. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it to Arteta right. as well. Okay. I think he's, he's done a good job to follow up on his last year's success. Yeah. Um, Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Bruno Grimaresh, I've gone. Joe Linton, McTominay, Wang. James Ward Prowse, Edingra. Edingra, well. Jared Bone. Hmm. That's it. You? Uh, Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans. Um, Odegaard. I'm trying to think. I think I actually think. Mope. <laughs> Mope. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, there's probably a few. I, I, I'd imagine you could, you could probably throw in. Um, like John McGinn I think John McGinn's a very solid McGinn Esther. Um I think Mbwemo's had a great season Huang He Chan there's certain players that you could pick I, I think the teams we've picked are probably the best of the best yeah. um, do you want to run through the 1-11 real quick 1-11 Adam uh, Vicario for me team of the season James Madison sorry what the fuck we've yeah him. true he didn't really finish but 1-11 um, sorry 1-11 team of the season Vicario uh, of Tottenham Hotspur, Trippier of Newcastle, right back, Saliba and Van Dijk in a defensive partnership, Vitari Mikolenko in left back, uh, surprise inclusion, Rodri and Rice in the pivot. I've gone for uh, Cole Palmer just ahead of them, and I've gone for Salah, Watkins, and Hung Min Sung of South Korea. Well, not sports. <laughs> not sports. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I'm going with Vicario on goal, Tottenham Hotspur, Trent Alexander Arnold, Bridge Van Dijk of Liverpool. Um, I've gone with. Uh, William Sleeve of Arsenal Destiny with Doggy of Spurs I've gone with two midfield of Douglas Louise Vassal Villa Declan Rice of Arsenal um, the two wingers of Mohamed Salah on the right Hungman Salah on the left and up front you have Ollie Watkins that was get it out that was our Premier League team of the season so far and um, we do appreciate all the love and support Carol, as always this festive period we hope everyone's doing well I know it's a tough time for some um, we are going to have this is our Christmas special Yeah. Um, but we are going to have our sexiest bits 
of the podcast unseen, unseen bits it's always racy <laughs> unseen bits and then our favourite parts of the podcast this year that'll be released next week so do listen to the podcast next week and this week of course the Christmas special um, Kieran, this is our last recording of the year. How do you feel? Here we go, Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Only fans football podcast. Last <laughs> podcast of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the Christmas special, the sticky topic button. Um, mm. have, a, have a nice nice time. Have a Guinness, have yeah. a gin and tonic, whatever you like. And uh, have a safe and happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for joining us this year for the podcast. As I said, our sexiest bits are out next week. So do keep an ear out for that. And yeah, take care of yourself this this festive period. I know it is tough, um, but we hope we've given you some solace throughout the year. Um, take care of yourselves. Merry Christmas, and we'll leave it there. So.